Well, hello and welcome to uh, episode three of Our Wife Think We're Doing a Podcast. Uh, as always, with uh, your resident hosts, myself, uh, Mr. Boone, and of course, uh, David. How are you? Hi, good evening. Yeah, I'm good. You good? You, I, heard, I heard that gulp. I heard the, the whole gulping of the, uh, the juice of the water that you just took. It was very lovely. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> how are you though, all right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, tired. The kids mm. are just long. Last night, Sarah went out, so um, it was me tasked with putting the kids to bed. I got her to bed mm-hmm. down fine. I thought, right, I'll get you to down in about half hour, like for the boy. At mm-hmm. 11 o'clock, he decided to go to sleep. Oh. So I then put him down. That's not to say that while I was sitting there looking to sleep, I had a PlayStation controller in my hand. Um, <laughs> but, you know. And I actually watched a football match, which is rare for me. I watched the Chelsea game. Um, that is very rare for you. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was cut decent goals. How are you? Have tired, you tired as well. Have you confirmed mm. whether you have corona? What's the well, of your health? I am negative for Corona. Well, I was at the time of taking the uh, the test anyway. So, um, shock and behold, I, I just had a really disgusting lung infection, a lung infection, chest infection. Nice. Um, so, uh, I, it took forever and a day, and I was on steroids and uh, antibiotics for a few days and that. But it's it's cleared up nicely now. But it's um, my working week is a long week this week, so I work four long days in a row. So I'm already it's only Tuesday, and, and like I say, I'm already knackered um but that's not going to stop this episode being absolutely golden and the best one so far let's hope <laughs> um, so we've got a few finer points that we're going to talk about again um we're going to try uh, i think this week to, to make it a little bit more punchier for our listeners um you know not go too in depth in some of the stuff so maybe talk about a few things rather than you know just a few um longer sort of segments um we might go off track we might bring it back again we'll see how we get on um and then obviously as always we'll end with uh, our movie review of what we left off last week and then uh, something to watch with uh, for next week do cool. you uh, concur david would that sound like a good plan for us and our <laughs> listeners <laughs> i have to ask why have you just used the word concur i don't know what is there <laughs> that is an ongoing joke at home with me and one of the, one of the boys terry um, mm. So for the last three days, he's been putting on mm. Instagram, um, like the boys, uh, James is going around picking up conkers. But every mm. single time he's spelt the word wrong, he's written concur, he's written conquer, <laughs> as in conquer a town <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> but he ended up writing to him, I was like, for God's sake, it's C-O-N-K-E-R. Um, and then he, he went to the beach today, um, mm. like just a random place in Farnham that's got like mm. a little man-made beach i think um and i just commented on that but just put uh yeah i concur you're really conquering the heat by mm-hmm. the way have you found any conquers today and i just it just it's just funny it's just it's, it's so just sent you it's just triggered you yeah and then you just saying concur then just made me think of it. <laughs> well i'm glad i've brightened uh brightened up your day today anyway <laughs> you know me i like to correct people's spelling and grammar and, and yeah. it was just itching me yeah, I mean, I, I've never downloaded Grammarly because I don't need it. I have you. Yeah, and to this day, you still write the word "he's" instead of "his," which mm-hmm. kills me every time. Good, good. <laughs> but then, you, but, but since I've known you, I now have to say "your" or "you are," and before I even finish it, I have to say it in my head right because yeah. I know that it will go. Uh, it will. It will kill you inside. There'll be ramifications if you get it wrong. <laughs> Another gulp. Another gulp. 
another gulp. Or we're gulping on to our first topic of this off this evening, I should say, this afternoon. I can tell how tired I am. Um, you want to, or discuss anyway, something that I have never ever watched, The Walking Dead. Yeah, um, it's just a bit of news this week, really. Um, the Walking Dead, it was announced that they're going to be ending the main Walking Dead series at the end of Series 11. So we're just literally okay. waiting for the finale of Series 10. Mm-hmm which got mm-hmm. delayed due to COVID. Um, so that should be airing hopefully in the next couple of months. And then we'll have series 11, which will be an extended season of like 24 episodes, something like that. Um, but apparently going to wrap up a lot of things. But then it needs to lead into the films, the Rick Grimes films that they're doing. Um, so they're doing... No, it doesn't. The there is. It doesn't. <laughs> there's, there's like, like uh, this, The Walking Dead is one of them shows where people that watch it say it's absolutely brilliant, you need to watch it, but then they also say that this season was the best, that season the best. No one cares anymore, I'll be honest. <laughs> all right? So this, is, this is my understanding of The Walking Dead. And yes, I'll play Devil's Advocate because I've never watched it. I don't like zombie uh, stuff. It's not really uh, my cup of tea. But like it seems to have just been this show on that should have ended years and years ago uh, to the yeah. point now it's like it's I, I get that it's obviously made a lot of money and it's hype it was you know they, and they never destroyed it like they did with Lost uh, don't get me wrong but like I'm just people say oh yeah it's now going to be season 11 it could be season 400 for all I know it just <laughs> seems to have been going on far too long no I, I get what you're saying I think the, the, the thing is everyone that's been watching it from the start is invested and wants to see where it goes and stuff so once you're sort of in, whether you like it or not, you not you can't just give up. Um, but they should just do the Game of Thrones thing, make six good seasons, six, five and a half, and then just yeah. fuck it up and then just don't do anything properly with it. It should have been done. No, and that, you know, that's... They got one more season to introduce dragons and just kill everyone. So you know, <laughs> let's just see. I, I, I mean, like I say, for me, the Walking Dead is again like zombies are not my cup of tea. That for a lot of people it, it is, and they do like that genre. And I know you've watched it obviously from the start and yeah. all the other spin-offs and, and things like that that have come from it. But just as a standalone show, it, it's kind of it's never grabbed my attention. And like I say, it's it's just from, from again I've known people that have watched it for you know a long time, but then actually stopped watching it because it's just too much of a slog and too much hard work and yeah. you know it's it, i think when a season becomes like that um you know it feels like you're you know like you said you're invested in it when it becomes to a point when you're like i have to keep watching it rather than i'm enjoying keep watching it and i'm sure you are but um there's been highs and lows throughout it so there's been a couple of really crappy seasons where you're like oh what was that but then something, the next thing comes along, and suddenly you're back in. Like the last season, I've really enjoyed series ten. Um, it's these these people disguising themselves as zombies and sort of whispering to each other as they're walking through the herds and herding multiple like thousands of zombies towards this 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 uh, group of people. Um, so it'd be interesting to see it, see it leave, uh, see it end. Um, mm-hmm. I, I also heard that they're going to be spinning off and giving two characters their own sort of show together, and you wouldn't know who these are. But there are certain, maybe certain listeners that do watch it. Daryl and Carol are going to be getting a spin-off. Daryl um, and Carol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I you know that. Um, oh, the it, Daryl and Carol show from The Walking Dead. Oh, it, my exactly, God. Exactly. And, and they're, they're the most unlikely pair, but they get on really well in the series. Carol's like this sort of old woman um, who's got to be in her sort of 60s. And Daryl's like... 30s 40s and he's just a, like just a he's basically a homeless man um he's got a dog called dog um 
And good name for a dog. I like the dog for a dog. It's a good name. Um, and they're just really mismatched. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do, whether they pick up any viewers at all. Because I think by then people would have just had enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was just that was just one bit of news for me. Well, I, I appreciate you putting it in this week because I was like, oh, that's a tough one for me. But I know I get it. Like I said, I totally, I totally get it. That, like I said, it's a popular show. Um, what, what also is in the news, and I, I didn't even you know, pick this up myself uh, until you popped it in for the, for the next thing to talk about, um, which was um, this uh, the Star Wars racism controversy. Um, tell, tell me a little bit yeah. more. So make sure I'm on the right. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's direct racism but what i would mm-hmm. say is that john boyega has certainly expressed some opinions that he's not very happy about um mm. the way he was treated so the first film so the force awakens great film they were really lined up the sort of i'd say the two and a half to three sort of main characters there so you're ray finn and poe um mm-hmm. and you had finn carrying a lightsaber and sort of being able to sort of have a go against kylo ren i know he obviously got his ass kicked but they were mm. leading towards him having this big arc and stuff. And then for films two and three, um, he was just sidelined. He just had their own, mm. his own little separate mission. He was just a sort of side character. He was absolutely a supporting character rather than this big sort of interesting character. And, and he's made some comments um, in the media that he just puts it down to um, him being black, I think. Um, he's, he's done quite a lot recently with the whole yeah. Black, Lives, Black Lives Matter movement. He was... Uh, um, marching around London and things like that, um, mm. sort of protesting, etc. But yeah, he's had a few he was a big, there. He was a big figure in that and that, but I'd seen that also um, in the last day or so that it obviously been involved in a little bit more controversy in the sense of that um, there was a perfume company which he was an ambassador for um, and he shot and directed, I think it is, I'm right in saying, um, mm-hmm. an advert, a commercial forum. And um, they used it obviously um in you know the uk america wherever obviously he was big but in china they reshot and i mean shot shot reshot shot for shot the same thing but with a chinese actor um and like his sister went on and found it yeah his sister went on and found it online and they've like oh we apologize and all this sort of stuff um and then it like linked into about you know how in china they had you know if you look at the like some of the, the movie posters his face is much smaller in it because he is a, a black man wow. um and that's kind of you know what's these had to deal with and, and in that industry but it's i mean he he takes a, a great approach to it and, and i like what he does i've got a lot of time for him um you know there 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 is in in the world at the moment a huge amount of racism underlying racism racism that people don't think they're being racist but they are being racist um and so people like us and you know we we are both white we we don't know what you know these people come how they come from and how they can deal with it um but it's seeing it you know and and how he brings it to life it is it is shocking it really is and like to see him say you know that he feels like you know he's marginalized maybe in the film because of that sad because he's a good character he's a good actor and mm. uh I, I, I would have seen i would totally agree with him though because the first film did line it up to be pretty good um second film absolutely destroyed you know the the, the franchise again he um, went to a casino, i mean didn't he and rescued some horse-like creatures and that was it but it was the um it was like let's have the slowest chase in like speed space chase in history we you know I mean, we can't catch you up but you can't get away from us so we're just going to go and chase you really really slowly <laughs> and it's just like 
But like when a few, there's a few things. Obviously, there's a few like cartoons and, and comic book strips and things like that that like you know detail down the movie and that. And if you were like three weeks before the movie comes out, if you were like, "This is what it's going to be about," you'd be like, "What the hell? Like <laughs> really?" Yeah, if they showed all that in and, the trailer, you wouldn't get half the viewers. Yeah. And it just like I say, for for me, it was just. Uh, I think the best thing I can say about that the the latest Star Wars trilogy was that I've watched them. I probably won't watch them again. I mean, I may do. I mean, I may be on thing. I'll probably watch them over. I'd, I'd obviously watch the original trilogy. Then I'd watch this, these new lot. And then, then I'd obviously go back and see the, the sequel stuff. Yeah. Uh, one, two, obviously, we, we um, one, two we, and three. We did a full marathon of all, what is it? All 11 films. We did mm-hmm. a marathon a few months ago. We just did the whole lot on Disney plus just shotgun it. Um, yeah, it's good. And there's good parts and bad parts. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not good. Um, yeah, uh, Daisy Ridley, who also played Ray, has come out this week. Uh, she did an interview with Josh Gad um, randomly. Um, and she Josh Gad does in... Olaf from Snowman. From yeah, that's Frozen. what I was going to say. Yeah, that, that was right. I was like, but he done a lot of stuff in lockdown to do with um, YouTube interviews where he was getting like loads of people together. He'd done that uh, Back to the Future stuff. He did... Um, uh, did he do a... He didn't do a Save by the Bell one. He did Back to the Future and... I think he did a Lord of the Rings one where he got basically the cast of all the movies. Yes, he did yes, Goonies yes. as well. I've seen that where they almost um, reread the scripts and stuff and act out their parts, yeah. but they're all in like yeah, yeah. Brady Bunch style squares. On, exactly, on, yeah, like just on, like, a the, Zoom kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just expressed some annoyance about her backstory constantly changing. Like she said, up to a couple of weeks before they filmed it, they hadn't decided whether she was going to be Palpatine's granddaughter or a Kenobi. Um, it was just constantly changing, and then she just got wound up with it as well. I think what's interesting is is for all of these actors, it seems to be a repeat of what happened with the original trilogy. So years and years ago, when obviously Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford and um, Carrie Fisher shot the originals, some of them came away sort of not liking the franchise and, and saying, oh, I won't be in another Star Wars film. 20, 30 years later, passes and they're all back again so i think they're doing that sort of it feels like history repeating itself where they've all got a bit of a problem with star wars now even um oscar isaac who played poe um he's got the ump as well he's just saying he's he felt a bit sidelined but then i think in 20 years time they'll come back and do it again exactly i think that, you know it's only only goes so far doesn't it really and, and maybe it's, uh, it's a hard one it's creating news maybe i don't know maybe they're just their publicists and their, their agents tell them to get out there and throw some some slander at the film so that it just generates people talking about them, which is what we're doing. Exactly, and, that, and that's the thing as well. Now, one film I didn't expect to be talking about, <laughs> which I totally Googled because I was like, no, you're definitely lying, uh, <laughs> that it uh, thing was that all, all I saw in our little notes, notes things was Borat 2. Mm. Now, <laughs> now I, I was like, well, no, because obviously like you would have heard about it. Um, Unfortunately, but apparently, yes, um, if you search and obviously, again, you might know a little bit more of this, but what I looked at was that um, apparently the they have finished. It's already been filmed. It's it's yeah, done. It's, it's done. recorded. And it's obviously just been done either in secret or, or, or whatever. And uh, it, it's getting ready to come out. Um, well, I don't know when it's actually maybe you know more than that. I've, I, I couldn't really find released, anything. I just I just heard that it was coming out. Um, I don't know what the release date is on it. But it's mm-hmm. just it's just coming. Um, it was only filming in LA a few weeks back. Um, mm-hmm. They're probably just in editing mode at the moment. But I mean, I love the original film. It's so good. I just love the way that he just 
completely tears people apart without them having a clue. Um, and, and it's just, it's a hidden camera show. And he just, he's so intelligent. He just, and he, but he can come across so stupid and, and lure people in to just open up and just be complete idiots. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's, Sasha Baron Cohen is just class. Everything he does. Only recently, like during the lockdown, I'd be sitting there in the mornings and I'll have old clips of Ali G on. And he just, how he does it, just how he just lures these people into just expressing all of these opinions. And he just sits back and just watches the fireworks happen. He's so mm-hmm. clever. I mean, I'll, don't get me wrong, I'll watch it. But I'll, it's, it wasn't one of my, like, standout movies of, <laughs> oh, this is a brilliant movie and all the rest of it. Like, I don't know why, because in some of the comic, like I say, he's a, he's a really good actor. He's a really comic actor. And, and some of his characters, like I say, I've, I've really enjoyed in a lot of different movies. But um, I think Borat, for me, like, I don't know, it just, it, it gets a little bit awkward. Did the first stuff got, got a little bit awkward sometimes. And I hate awkward stuff because when I'm watching something that's awkward, I feel awkward and it gives yeah. me just Anxiety. the thing in that. But yeah. yeah, like, it's like, Oh no! Like and when, like I said, when I was looking at it and thinking, I was like, "Well, like, is that surely?" But apparently, yeah, it's it's going to be coming out. But there was big, you know, like it. It was one of the films that came out, kind of did really well. Then it caused a load of cons- um, what's the word I'm looking for? Controversy because of obviously Kazakhstan and you know how it was depicting and all that sort of stuff. Then it went again, again. Then it kind of come back again, and it was like, "Oh yeah, this, this, and this." And, um, I don't know. I just I don't know how well it's going to be received, really, if I'm honest with you. Borat, like, Borat was one of those rare films that when I'm sat in the cinema, I was wetting myself laughing. I was literally, like, the whole room was just up in arms, just screeching <laughs> with laughter. Um, and there's only a few films that have done that. Um, I'm really, really excited for it. I think it's going to be hilarious. That's definitely a film I'd want to see in the cinema because you'd be sitting with like-minded people who all enjoy <laughs> that humour, and it's just a good time. Um, I mean, it's, it's all down to sort of how much was scripted, how much was planned, how much was actually really happening. Like in the original, the whole bagging, he put a bag over Pamela Anderson's head, didn't he? And ran off with that. <laughs> 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 so you think you're up and you're laughing because it's funny. But at the mm-hmm. time, it's so shocking. You're like, hold on, is this real? Obviously, it weren't real, but Jesus, mm-hmm. it's funny. It's so good. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm excited for it. It's. I mean, it's going to be an interesting one, isn't it? Like I say, and then that's the thing is that I will absolutely still watch it, and it, I will laugh at it. Don't get me wrong, um, but it, it wouldn't have been like so. Maybe just because it wasn't on my radar that I've not really kind of thought much too into it. Like I say, when if we see a trailer soon, or if we get any more information, I will be kind of keen to to see a little bit more and see how it goes. Mm, yeah. Um, now. Um, we talked, obviously, and, and we spoke about like Star Wars and, and Borat and things like that. And, and then one of the things that kind of, I don't know where it came from. I think it was maybe from the Star Wars kind of scenario, but from that whole reboot thing where I posed a question to you, and I know you were thinking about it before we started the podcast. Um, reboots, I mean, sometimes they go really well. Sometimes they don't go too well. Sometimes, um, you know, they disappear without actually getting out there, as it were. Um, if... If you were to take any movie, and it could be a movie that's already been rebooted, right? What would you do at the moment? If it was your project, I'm going to give you millions and millions of pounds to reboot your own movie. Which one are you going for? I don't know. One of the reboots I really like that I don't feel got enough praise was Robocop. Um, Good. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that film. Uh, it was really, like, really visually disturbing. 
when you see what was left of his body, once they took the robotic parts away, do you remember it was literally just his mm. head and I think his yep. heart and lungs maybe? Bit of a spinal cord as well, wasn't there? I think, if Something I remember rightly. Like, yeah, it was just it was just really shocking. I really enjoyed that film though. That was a good reboot and, and I wanted to see more of that. Um, what film would I redo? I don't know. Give me yours and I'll have a think. Well, if I was... <laughs> this, this is going to open up a whole can of, of untold history between me and Dave right now. I want to reboot Goonies. I want to do a Goonies. <laughs> I, want, I want to reboot Goonies. I know Goonies is a great film. And I know I'd probably end up destroying the franchise. Well, that franchise is only one movie. Or two, if you could speak to Dave at certain points of his life. Um, but um, <laughs> the, the, that for me... <laughs> that for me... Um, it would be like just to get you know um like you know graphically get it right done right um and all the rest of it i i, I would really i would i would love to that would be my one that would be what i would choose reboot goonies goonies 2020 yeah it'd be interesting to see sort of where you would go with it and stuff and make things mm-hmm. a lot more realistic and stuff but um it's a film that is just amazing I, I, if goonies mm-hmm. is on it's staying on um, the channel doesn't get changed. Like it's one of those films. Like it's Back to the Future was on. It stays on. I wouldn't <laughs> want to touch those sort of films. Um, I've just sat there and considered things like the old Billy Madison films, Billy Madison films, the Adam Sandler films, like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. You couldn't touch them um, because they're just they're just classics. Then I just thought to myself, well, what about Hook? No, because Robin Williams is just amazing in that film. Um, oh, I don't know. But see, I'm, I'm more. I'd be that more willing to, you know, take a movie. That I mean, you look at the, the history of, of reboots and remakes. Okay, we've had about a million Fantastic Four movies. Okay, right. Every one of them was yeah. just pants. Tried to obviously the rebooting again the Go- uh, Ghostbusters, um, you know, and I'm looking forward to that yeah. one. That 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 has some promise. Well, that's no, I think that's a direct sequel now. That's going to be a sequel. That's that's like thirty years later, and they're going to find the old Ecto one and things in an abandoned farmhouse. Mm. And and so I don't think that's a reboot. reboot. That's but a then we had a we had a, a, a do you remember the bloody reboot of Hitman? We had a Hitman, and then we had another Hitman. Yeah, within a few years of each yeah. other. Um, yeah. And then um, what was the other one that was? There was another one that I was thinking of. Oh, we've had about a million Godzilla movies um, that keep getting rebooted into different you know genres and different you know things from there and all the rest of it. Um, and you know, can even count. You could even count, obviously, you know, Batman movies and uh, obviously Man of Steel and all those sorts of ones that you know rebooted yeah, constantly. John, and... <clears throat> what's just coming to my head is is the Incredible Hulk. Mm. Um, that is a film that I'd like to see done well. In that, if you look at the MCU at the moment, the only version of the Hulk we've seen is is Ed Norton, um, who was already the Hulk. Mm-hmm. You didn't see him turn into the Hulk or sort of how he he become the Hulk unless you count that really original Ang Lee film Hulk where you saw it happen but that was just a great big green blob um, I'd like to see that done properly and done well so you see him experimenting and you see him the, the gamma rays hit him and you see the transformation and how he coats with that and things that would be quite good um, would, would be good I mean you could even do it with a, a an aged down version of Mark Ruffalo um, and, and see how that mm-hmm goes just to fit into the story the reason they haven't done it is that um i think hulk is the rights to hulk is owned by universal exactly. um, and they won't they won't put out a, pi- uh, a full picture 
for some reason. I don't know why, but they're happy for him to have bit parts in lots of films like Ragnarok and The Avengers, etc., but not give him a standalone film, which is really frustrating. But that would be good. Get a Mark Ruffalo doing a reboot of the Hulk's origin story, um, age him down, etc. Um, I don't want any more origin yeah. stories. I don't, I don't need to know any more origin, sto- origin stories because I feel like... They're just they they are going to be it just, just pieces doing... that bit. Yeah, but I don't know if we it need it. I don't, I don't know if we need it anymore. Like that was the one thing that I liked about um, Homecoming for Spider Man was that it just completely glossed over that. You didn't even see what happened because we've seen it yeah. so many times. And I just feel yeah. that with an, <clears throat> if you're doing another origin story, I just I get I totally get you know it would fit into that jigsaw, but I just think it's too late. Um, well, they've done it. They're doing it with Black Widow, aren't they? They're almost showing you an origin story of her and how she became the Black Widow and what finally happened in Budapest when it eventually gets released. Um, they could do something like that and just show you that side of things as a as an extra little sort of side story, and people would watch it. People would absolutely flock to cinema. So mm-hmm. People love Mark Ruffalo. I'm just having a, a, a look here to see if there's any like up and coming ones that apparently you know we don't know too much about. Rumors of a short circuit reboot. <sighs> Yeah, again, good film. Good film. Would you want to see it? There's a really thin line there for sort of treading and pissing all over a classic mm-hmm. that is a great film uh, versus improving on it and making that new version canon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, things like um, Short Circuit, I probably wouldn't want to touch. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's certain films that do need sorting and fixing. Green <laughs> but I think that's iconically bad now. I think that gets to the point where it's like, but I mean, like some some reboots, I think have have been done like really really well, and in the sense of that they embrace the original but also build upon it. So I'm Jumanji, okay, J- Jumanji. I, I um the the second and third ones or the you know it depends how many want to look at it but basically the two with the rock in it so the this the first one with the rock in great you know reimagining of the idea how it works in and and the whole like game premise behind it watch the other one recently um what's the the newest one called jumanji um next level level. cash grab don't get me wrong in the sense of that there's very very not much plot in it <laughs> like there's uh you know he just he has it's enjoyable but it is no 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 but, but i'll tell you that's what i mean like i say it's it's not one you kind of have to think or or worry about kind of too much in that kind of sense um but i think that's done you kind of thing like really well and i like that um and i think they could go along that road there you know if you were looking at doing a reboot um or you were looking at you know what can we do what can we have along um that would be you know that that would be the kind of mode i would take i think in doing it um no don't try and reinvent the wheel just you know say oh yeah this is what it's about that's what's happening all from there um there's, I mean, it's not so much a reboot, but I think is is the Uncharted movie definitely coming out? Yeah, absolutely. It's being filmed at the moment. That's what Tom Holland's literally doing as we speak. He's filming Uncharted. Um, yeah, Mark Wahlberg, so he's Sully, so obviously the younger versions of them. Um, I think it's a funny decision to be honest. I think you would have been better off having like. I mean, have you ever seen that Nathan Fillion? Yeah, of course, everyone. Yeah, version of Uncharted. That's so good. It's done so well, and he's just exactly like Nathan Drake. Um, but yeah, that's that's coming. I'm looking forward to that. I'm quite excited for that film. Coming yeah, out. I mean, um, like I say, it's going to be um, it's going to be strange 
because of obviously the the age of Tom Holland and, and you know what expect Nathan Drake to look like because we've played the games. So we're expecting that, you know, Nathan Fillion kind of like, you know, look to him. Um, yeah, but there's the part of the games where he's young. You do the bit where he's a kid and he's climbing around his house. And yeah, stuff. I mean, that's only a small, that's a small section of it. Yeah. But again, oh, it's tiny, yeah. like, uh, it's, I suppose it's a clever way of doing it because it's not what you're expecting it. And, you know, people are going to come in because of obviously what he brings now and everything that's to that. Just hopefully it's, it's done in the right way. The clever thing is they've gone for longevity. Mm-hmm. So what they're wanting to happen is they're going to see Tom Holland turn into a... Well, he is a fully grown man anyway, but he's obviously needs to... Mm-hmm. What is he? 19, 20? He's still got a lot of growing to do. He'll fill out mm-hmm. and Mark Wahlberg will start to go grey. Mm-hmm. And if he grows attached, then you've got your classic Nathan Drake and you've got Sully mm-hmm. done. And you can do three, four, five films if they go well. And people will see them because the games are so popular. He's, he's 24. Is he? And he's from Kingston as well. He is. Uh, he's local. I mean, he he goes to the. I've I've seen on his Instagram a few times. He goes to that you know the dinosaur um, golf place, mini golf place on the A3. Does he go there? Yeah, he's been there a few times. What's he doing there? Playing golf. <laughs> All right, get that. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I mean, there's there's plenty of, plenty of better places surely in London. He's, I've I've literally seen Instagrams of them at the mini golf. Mm-hmm. Um, because I recognise like some of the holes. A bit <laughs> you do know your holes, I know that. No, but that that dickhead one that's on the top of that mound <laughs> with a little <laughs> holes around the top of that thing. So if you miss it, it goes flying off. Um, that I've got, I have nightmares about that particular one, and also on the driving range as well. He spends quite a bit of time up there. Fair enough. Mm. I'll leave you to stalk uh, Tom Holland on Instagram. <laughs> I will carry on stalking. Thank you. <laughs> right, I'm going to move us along swiftly um, into a, a smaller part this week because we've. Uh, uh, I want to move on and, and speak about obviously the the Netflix uh, movie that we were watching and uh, obviously look at uh, on from next one. But there's uh, two bits of game news really that I want to talk about this week. One's pretty big and, and one's pretty small. One I don't think will really interest you too much, and that's uh, the the announcement of the release prices for uh, the Xbox Series X. Are you going to be an Xbox uh, player this year, David? No, mm-hmm. but I do have an interest because it will directly impact the cost of the PS5. Because okay. they're going to compete, they need to make sure they're in line with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't want to price yourself out of the market. No. And people will stay loyal to their own consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm interested about this. So, so what what's it looking at? Have you, have you got the UK four, price or the US price? 449 UK. Now, is that going to be similar to the PS5 where they're going to have a version that's got a disc and a version without a disc? No. So they've got two versions, basically. One is called the Series X and one's called the Series S. Um, but basically, from looking at the specs and, and things like that, you've got the X will have the disc and the S won't, but also... The S will be, I think, from my understanding, and I might be completely wrong um, because I haven't had a chance to fully look at it yet, um, but more of a kind of watered-down version in the sense of that if you don't have a TV capable of doing 4K or HDR or things like that, then there's no point in getting this um, because... all you're just going to do is you're just going to watch it through your TV that you know does 1080p. Um, so what is actually the kind of the point? So I think what they're trying to say is that you know if you want to upgrade but you haven't you know haven't got the greatest of TVs or you haven't got you know the greatest of internets maybe you know, look at this one here. Um, 
and then like I say vice versa if you want the all singing all dancing one the price I don't think is expensive at all um, and I had this conversation yeah I mean for, I mean, say, is that for the top, top end? that's the top end one and 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 like I would say um, bearing in mind that you know and I, we had this conversation before uh, 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 when kind of the PS5 was first sort of getting looked at and maybe launching that. £500, say £450, £500 for a games console, right? You're like, that's an, ex-, you know, people say, oh, that's a load of money, mo- loads and loads of money. Your mobile phone, exactly, yeah. your mobile phone in your pocket costs four times that. You know what I mean? Like, some, and that then, right now you can get a phone for, you know, grand and a half, two grand or whatever. Um, it lasts you two years. Yeah, and you change it after this. This one is going to last you. You know, what? How long is the PS4 now? Or seven years? It's got to be seven years. Yeah, it's, I think it was 2013 or 2014. It's got to be six, seven years mm-hmm. now. And yeah, that's absolutely value for money because I've had the yeah. same console mm-hmm. for all that time, and I play it mm-hmm. a decent amount as well. It's not burned out or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, I haven't run out of space on it because I'm quite clever about when I'm finished with a game, I'll delete it off the system so that I'm making room for the next one. I think. So, yeah, I think they're great value for money. I, regardless of what it costs, it could cost a £1,000, the PS5. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Totally. I'm, I'm totally for that. And like I say, we should have some prices maybe, hopefully, by... This week we've got launches today. Uh, we had um, a new Apple launch, but they just talked about the new Apple Wife. Uh, Apple Watch and iPads. Well, so they're all bringing yeah, that out. season come around now. It's October time, isn't it? They start mm-hmm. announcing all the new iPhones and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, so they sort of that, that time. We had a Time Flyers event today. Um, not really too much to. That's why I didn't really put, add up too much to it. Basically, um, there's a new watch and about four million new iPads. Um, I think the most interesting thing of it is that the watch, uh, the newest watch, will now ship, and this could be a big thing for the iPhone when it comes out is now going to ship in its box without a plug. Interesting. So, okay, so, so how would you charge it? So you'll use one of the plugs you've got already. You've got an iPad or you've got an iPhone or you've got a USB plug. Why do you need another one? Is Basically, they've pitched it uh, oh, as... the plug. Yeah. The wire you get... You get the, the wire, sorry, the yeah. The, the wire, the, gotcha. the, the charging magnet for the watch or whatever is, is still would be in there. But the USB plug gone from from the watch anyway um i didn't see about the uh, the ipad i think they'll have to keep it in the ipad because they were saying that 50 percent of the people that will send that 50 percent of the people that buy an ipad still it's their first ever ipad so i suppose they've got to add to it but i would say that 80 90 percent of people that buy an apple watch have had a, a or have got an apple product already so do they need another usb plug um it's interesting because the way they've spun it is that, you know, it's going to save X amount of, you know, carbon and, you know, to create them and to make them and to ship them. But, you know, is it going to be 20 quid, 40 quid cheaper because it's not, you're not having to buy a plug with it? No, of course not. It's going to be more expensive than the last one. They're not stupid. Um, of course. But, uh, yeah, so we've got a few more um, sort of things. Or maybe I'll do a bit of a roundup to uh, to next week for our listeners. What I wanted to, to talk about before we move on to the, the last section was um, a game that's gone under the radar for a lot of people at the moment, but it's, it's popular on uh, a few streaming sites and one that, that I'm keen to play maybe in the next week or so. Um, a game called Among Us. Um, have you seen any more of it, Dave? I know I mentioned it the other day. Have you had a look at all? 
No, all you mentioned the other day was that it can be played on our phones mm-hmm. and we can all play from wherever. So, yeah, do tell me about it because I'm all about this sort of stuff. If we can, so we can well, the, the basically the premise behind the game is that you're um, there's X amount of you, five, six, seven of you, and you're on a starship. It's 2D, okay, so it's not graphically thing, but you're just a, a little spaceman. And there's some problems with your starship, okay? And you've got to go around and you've got to do little jobs. You've got to take out the trash. You've got to repower stuff. You've got to rewire stuff. It's all little mini games you've got to do. So you've got to walk around this little 2D uh, level, going from room to room and and doing all this stuff. However, one of the people in your group is a saboteur or a murderer. And he's got to get around and basically murder and sabotage everyone else's stuff. Now, the premise to this game and the reason that I think it works really well is that the idea is that while you're playing the game and while you're walking around, you cannot communicate. You're not talking to one another. You're not saying, oh, I'm in here, I'm in here. You're completely on your own. Okay. Now, the only time you can talk to the other people in the game is if you find a dead body or you see someone doing something shifty and you basically call an emergency meeting and you open it up and then you all talk together and you say, well, I saw this person run that way. I saw that person run that way. Um, Oh, I think it's them. And you try and vote off who the imposter is or who the, uh, the person that's trying to do all. So it's very much like, um, like Cluedo kind of thing, you know, like a, a digital board game, um, that you're playing. And, uh, like I say, screams like Wink. Do you remember Wink Murder? Yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Very, very much like that. And and like I say, the idea and the the ones that I've seen online are playing it and, uh, some of the clips from that, um, really, like I say, really clever because, like I say, you go in, you start doing your jobs, you have to go around and do little bits of jobs, and then you might get killed or you might think someone's chasing you, but you can't speak to that person. You can't tell them to go away or anything like that. They can't hear you, you can't hear them until you have this meeting. Uh, bring it up and obviously start going for it together. So um, I'm going to, like I said, get uh, hopefully a game going uh, in the next uh, day or so so um, mm, we can give do, it a go yeah. at that because I think it'll be a good laugh yeah, at that. that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll update next week as to how that went. How it went. Well, that uh, that rounds off, obviously, the, the main talking points of today. So we're going to move on nicely to our end of uh, topic, uh, as always, which is our movie rundown, which... Um, you chose last week, uh, which was, of course, the movie Uncut Gems. And what did you think? Joe, I love this film. I thought it was brilliant. It was a film that, from start to finish, I I was just engrossed. Um, I think, uh, yeah, it just Adam Sandler in that was just just brilliant. Like it took me a t- it took me about sort of ten minutes to sort of work out what was going on, but it. It was just stressful the whole way through the film. Like I didn't want to take my eyes off it because there was just so much going on. Like I think one of the opening opening scenes is he's in he's in the shop and there's people pouring in and looking at stuff and there's so much going on, noise everywhere. And in my head, I'm thinking someone's going to rob him. And then he was like, "Don't lean on the glass, don't lean on the glass." And um, and I was just thinking someone here is going to rob him. Um, and, and it just it was so interesting that just the way things opened up, um, like his. Um, his, his relationship with his wife, played by... Do you know who his wife was played by? Uh, what's her name? Um, Let it go, bird. That's the one. Adina Menzel um, of Frozen fame. Um, yeah, that's what I said, let it go, bird. <laughs> <laughs> actually correct. Uh, yeah, so his, his damaged relationship with his wife and obviously his kids who haven't got a clue, the way he doesn't actually live in the house. He then goes and lives off in his apartment with this, with this, this girlfriend that he's got. Um, and... 
just think how things just escalate. And what I, what I really found interesting was the way he sort of he needed to have control of his situation, and he lost it massively. Like he gave away this item, then he went and pawned the item he got in in exchange, and just he had no control. And then he found himself going all the way over to Philadelphia to try and get this this rock back, um, and being sort of fobbed off and just left to get a bus home on his own. Then he got attacked by by mobsters and stripped out and put into his the boot of his car. Um, I just thought it was brilliant. What was your sort of initial thoughts on it? Did you so it as good a time as me? So really, really interesting. Um, I hate it. Really? Didn't didn't even get wow. through it. Didn't even get through it. So <gasps> you didn't finish it. Didn't finish it. I got in. Um, so the, the first time I watched it, I got in less than twenty minutes, and it was driving me mad. I couldn't concentrate. Um, every scene had some sort of different music and I felt like, well, why is it, why is it constantly? In fact, I had to go back and watch it because maybe I thought I was being stupid in the sense of that from the moment it starts when the guy gets his broken leg in the thing and they start digging it out, there's music, background music playing. And I'm like, it's got nothing. It's, it's trying to be, well, I felt like it was trying to be over dramatic. And I was like, right now I need to stick with this. I need to stick with this. I need to stick with this. So like kind of got through that bit again. Um, and I was like, I just I couldn't do it. I just literally couldn't could, could not get through it. And I, and I tried my absolute best, but I just thought it was oh, really, really not a terrible movie. Wow. Not don't get me wrong, not a, not a terrible movie, but a, a movie that was just trying so hard to be, you know, some sort of artsy fartsy, you know, great story. And I just I just didn't see. I didn't believe um, him in the role. Um, I just didn't like, you know, like the the art style and the direction of it. It just, it just, cla- it just clashed with me totally. And like I said, I gave it a wow. good go because I knew, you know, like I, said, I knew that uh, you were doing it. And I, I thought it probably would be one that you'd enjoy, but no, just, just really, just jar- jarring was what I wrote down when I was uh, when I think in there. It is, it is, and I completely agree with you. It is a jarring film and it's stressful because you don't know what's going on. But suddenly, slowly, it starts piecing together towards the back half of the film. And suddenly you're thinking, shit, he needs to get this sorted. Because if he doesn't get that, he's going to fuck this up. And if he doesn't do this, then this is going to happen. And there's a real, like, it's very rare that I'm so invested in a film that when something happens, I cry out. Mm -hmm. Like, something happened two minutes before the end of the film. And I went, (gasps) oh, fuck. Like, literally just in complete shock. I just didn't see that coming at all. Is that when he got shot? I sat beside me. Yes, he got shot in the face. <laughs> and Sarah sat at the time was like, all right, calm down. I was like, I just didn't see it coming. <laughs> um, it was just, yeah, re- I, I, yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a completely different role for Adam Sandler because I love him in his original stuff that I mentioned earlier, Happy mm-hmm. Ormore, Billy Madison and things like that. They're, they're like, up there with my, my favourite films. Yeah. To see him in this style role was really different and it's it's sad seeing like, his age now because at like, one point you see him, like, he takes his top off or he's stripped down naked, isn't mm-hmm. he? Um, and he just looks old now. But <laughs> it's just interesting to see him go back into that role. But that being said, um, I watched him in a trailer this week for Hubie's Halloween, which mm-hmm. is a Netflix film out next month. Mm-hmm. And that is just that that's gone back to Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison style Adam Sandler, where he just basically plays. Can I say it? A spastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I say, it's. it's... I don't know what it was, and like I said, I did my absolute best to try and you know keep with it and, and stay with it and that, but no, it just it just wasn't it wasn't one for me, unfortunately. Ah, fair enough. I look forward to your suggestion of watching twenty minutes of that this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, it was a two and a half hour long film, so you know, fair play. 
So um, the movie I've chose um, this week, and I'm, I, I was to and fro on whether we should do maybe like a, just one episode of a TV series, um, which I think, you know, we could then, you know, see if we get into it and see if it, you know, says if we're going to go back to, to watch any more of it. Um, but I yeah. think TV series are a little bit harder to do sometimes. We'll, we'll maybe leave that for later on. But there is a movie that I have been looking forward to uh, to watching. Um, but I don't know... Um, if you've you've got if you said you've got Sky, haven't you? You can get access to Sky or yeah, movies on Sky. Sky and now TV. Yeah, yeah. Sky and now TV. You've got now TV in that, all right? So, yeah. um, have you seen or um, again? I think it'd be something that would hopefully interest because it definitely interests me. Um, Le Mans sixty six. No, I know about it. Um, who's is it? Matt Damon. Matt Damon and um, what's his name? Batman, Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny, I drive through Le Mans um, every time we drive to France to see the in-laws when we're going down there at Christmas and stuff. Um, so, yeah, so, I'm up for watching that. Yeah. Um, it's just on It's on now TV at the moment, yeah. Yeah. Fine. So, um, to just, like, the premise of the film, again, so it's uh, Shelby, you know, obviously from Ford uh, and a race car driver, obviously, uh, try and uh, beat Ferrari at, uh, at Le Mans, so using, uh, using a Ford. And, like I say, Cars for me, you know me. I love my cars and that, and I know you're you're a kind yeah, of a Ford yeah. fan, and um, like a, a you are. Like I say, you. How am I a Ford fan? How are you not a Ford <laughs> fan? You've owned hundreds of Fords. Okay, <laughs> name name them. Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a Ford fan. You are a Ford fan because your favourite supercar is a Ford GT. Which this movie is based upon, so that's correct. Yes. So there we go. Then. So there we go. So that's why you want to watch this film. That's fine. I will watch maybe fifteen minutes, and we'll see how I get on. You're just horrendous. You're just just battling me today. Just battling me all the way. It's, it's, it's half ten. It's my bedtime. Yeah, <laughs> it is time. It is time for us to uh, to wrap up again, though. Um, so uh, we shall be here again next week to uh, to talk about that movie and how Dave has only watched 15 minutes of it. Um, we'll also uh, obviously bring in you more. Watch, I bet you will switch it. You, you'll have only watched 15 minutes because you'll have got bored again. <laughs> I bet you will really just, enjoy it. This is just setting me up. I bet you haven't watched any of these films so far. <laughs> I, just, I just go on IMDb and just read the synopsis <laughs> and that's it. Well, you knew he got shot, so... <laughs> <laughs> I fast-forwarded it to the end to see what happens. <laughs> well... Yeah, I am. I am a massive one. Massive, massive one. <laughs> well, um, we're going to leave it there. Um, as always, uh, if you've enjoyed what you've heard um, and uh, want to hear some more, then there's obviously the previous two episodes. Um, and uh, also uh, give us some feedback. Um, you know, like as I said uh, previously on uh, our podcasts, you can find us uh, on Twitter on uh, Our Wives Podcast or uh, Our Wives Podcast at uh, gmail.com. Uh, if you're listening to this, you know, even um you know as, as far away as getting some of the, the statistics and that the, the numbers are, are slowly creeping up which is good to hear but if you can give us a little bit of feedback we, we really do appreciate it makes it obviously we enjoy doing it and, and we want to get it right for you so um again david any last thoughts final thoughts no all good just have a good have a good week i will have a lovely week and uh and take care of yourself all right be good cheers Bye.